what's up guys what's up good day good afternoon it is a hot 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 day here in the t.o and i just want to welcome you to another episode of of course your favorite facebook show at least one of them uh of course this is kakoti so if you're just joining up i want to say Good afternoon to you, and thank you so very much for joining. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but guess what? You chose to be right here with me, and for that, I must say I appreciate you. So thanks again for joining us wherever you are locked in. I want to say special good afternoon to my folks who always support the vibe every single week. You always tune in and you show your support. I am so very grateful to have you on with me. And of course, if you're just locking in, let me know that you're on. Send me a little, you know, something, something. Tell me what's up. Let me know where you're tuned in from, uh, where you're representing. Drop your flag, drop a rag, drop a note, drop something to let me know that you are here with me on Kakoti. My name is JL. For those of you who don't know if it's your very first time joining, and if it is your first time, if I just plucked your cherry, Welcome to Kako Tea and thanks for being here with me. Today got an exciting show for you. Uh, we have a gentleman, I mean, if you from the nature island of Dominica, especially if you're from Posse, uh, that's Portsmouth, the second town in Dominica. If you're from Porsi, then you know who that person is. So we're going to be talking to uh, the chant man in uh, just a little bit. But before we do that... We got to, of course, a shout out our folks out there in the BIM, BIM, a.k.a. Barbados, because you know what's going down this coming crop over. It's going to be massive. It is crop over this coming end of July, well, into August, the weekend, the long weekend of August. For those of you in Toronto, you know what I'm talking about. But... Capriculture has partnered up with me and they're giving you an opportunity to win a free costume from Capriculture. All you got to do is share a few hashtags. All you got to do is follow two Instagram pages and Facebook pages. And all you got to do is subscribe to The Plug, which is our podcast log. And you could be rocking a Capriculture costume Come this crop over and jamming with the hottest band on the streets of Barbados. That is this coming crop over. So I want to encourage you, if you have not done so as yet, you got a chance to do it. If you have not followed and shared and subscribed, you have a chance now to win yourself a free costume. So go ahead and do that. I want to say good afternoon to my folks out there in BIM locked in. Crystal is locked in in BIM. I like she put on there. I also want to say good afternoon to Megan, who's locked in in London. Uh, good afternoon to Elle Hubs, that's Delbert Blanchard, and Dylan Coffee. Hi, Dylan. How are you? Dylan's locked in. Dylan, where you at? Yes, uh, we got a few folks coming on, and I just want to thank you so very much for tuning in here to Kakoti. I just want to give you guys a heads up, okay? The heads up is that um, this show may be a bit explicit uh, because my guess is that kind of guy. <laughs> his mouth, his mouth is just like say things. 
right? And and you know, it's very hard. I'm I'm a bit explicit myself. I just know how to tone it down when I need to. Uh, but you know, when they this when they chook you, you know, like we were saying, say when they chook you, sometimes it's hard for you to just not react. <laughs> so um, if you, of course, um, gonna be on. Excuse me, excuse me, language, because <laughs> it might be a bit explicit. Dylan is locked in from St. Lucia, and of course, we're gonna get started off here with another another episode of your favorite show. My guest is sitting in the lobby, and I'm checking him out right now because he doesn't really know that I'm checking him out, and he's there making sure his eyebrows on flag. His mustache on flake. My boy greasing up his hand, making sure he he um he not ashy. <laughs> you must see those things. But the things people do when they don't know you're watching them. <laughs> so I'm gonna get him on in just a little bit. Um, and uh, he is he's someone that I've known since my childhood days. Believe it or not, I've known this dude like forever. Um, he is he's he's grown so much. Um. Very, 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 super, super, super proud of the person that he has become. He's, he's gone a long way, believe it or not. He's gone a real long way, and um, he's going to be joining us in a little bit. Uh, so we're going to get this party started. All right? So don't forget, guys, if you have not um, followed Capriculture and JL, uh, do so right about now. Uh, also, be sure to subscribe to the podcast that is uh, jljoseph.com forward slash plog go on there and you can get all of the latest videos and the also the audio yo guys before i even like like let me let you guys know you can actually see this show after on my website so if you miss the show or if you didn't get to finish, you can always go on there and finish. And and don't forget to drop a little note. Tell me something, you know. Let me know if you're liking it. Let me know if I suck. Let me know if you <laughs> if I should will and come again. You know, let me give me some constructive criticism um, on the plug. So don't forget to do that for me. Uh, it's also available on iTunes, on Castbox, on Listen Notes, um, to name a few other places that you can actually get the podcast all right so we're getting ready for my guest who's here with me um i just want to again shout out martina who's locked in martina Roye is locked in from new york hi martina how you doing uh wishing you all the best um hope you're having an awesome day today my guest is getting ready to come on here with me and to say good afternoon to hi hey, well, <laughs> Everything good was. First of all, look at his name. Now, that name says Aken Amentil. Akel Amentil. We, we're going to have to talk about where that name come out. Why you have that name on your social media. Who is Akel? Aken Amentil is... Like if I, just to be honest, um, that's just um, a random name I chose to make a Facebook account because I didn't want to have my, you know, personal page and my fan page get mixed up because I was starting to get people just focusing on my personal page and I really wanted to kind of 
have the people who support me focus on like a fan page to kind of show the support and help build the thing. So that's really the truth behind Akinami as well. I know the other night I told you it was like a Sasha Fierce type thing, but I made up on the fly. I kind of like I kind of like the Sasha Fierce um, aspect of things, you know. I, I, prefer, <laughs> I, prefer, I prefer the, the Sasha Fierce. Um, the, 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 <laughs> yeah, like a, I prefer that. That other explanation is whack. Right. But yeah. <laughs> that other guys, we're joining here with with the Chance Man. I want to say good afternoon. To you, um, I like to start off my show, uh, you know, introducing who the guest is, how I've known them, how I've met them, this and that and the other. Uh, don't forget, you can leave your comments and your notes uh, at the bottom. Um, you can just drop drop your, your questions. If you have anything that you want to, you know, ask the guests, you can do that um, at any time. Uh, of course, just make sure you have your, your kakoti. You have a kakoti now? Um, yeah, coca tea that day. It's too hot to have it, you know what I mean? So I put it in the fridge. What's that? A coca tea. A coca tea, yes. So we're getting ready to go. Um, I, I could get into a lot of things. I could tell you, give you his long bio about who he is, uh, and what he's how he's become the chat man or everything. But I think I want to talk. I want to let the conversation do all the talking, you know, so we can we can get to know a little bit about who um the chant man is. And I might slip up a few times and call him his his other name, you know, <laughs> because I've known him so long. So if I slip up <laughs> excuse excuse my slip ups. <laughs> So first of all, tell us who is Chantman. Chantman. Chantman is a musician, musical artist, um, visionary, somebody that cares about the community that he's from. So he's trying to take his opportunity right now and maximize, maximize it so that he can come back one day and you know help everybody else that have the same type of talent to um, give them an avenue so they can express their talents, you know, because a lot of people that I grew up with have talents that's not necessarily geared towards the academical structure of our society. And um, so that's a big part of what I do. Um, and I do random paintings, like the paintings you've seen across all, all around. I do that. And um, I'm starting to think about getting into ceramics and stuff. So Chan Man, that's who Chan Man is. Mm -hmm. They're just I, I, a of art and um, you know, there to help other people who have the same type of talent get to the next level. I see you rocking your um your pineapple shirt. Mm -hmm. You know what they say about pineapple, eh? Yeah, but well like pineapple <laughs> if if the woman <laughs> <laughs> pineapple. I know about it. That's basically. Pineapple. Hot, hot, hot climates breed juicy things. Simple as that. Belbeth. Belbeth. Exactly. <laughs> Chapman, tell us, tell us where you were born. Give us a little bit of background as to 
who you were. And I kind of sort of want you to tell me who you were from the time you were born, where were you, where you lived and stuff. Um, and so about six years, no, not, I say six years. I know why I say six years. I want you to stop on age six. So give me a little bit of background on this. Okay. So background. So when you say background, I have to start before myself. So my dad is half Antiguan, half Dominican. My mom is Dominican and little bit of Guadalupe and stuff from Rivia Siri. They they met they had me in St. Martin, right? SM, St. Martin. <laughs> right? After I was about 12, 12 months or so, they brought me to DA, my grandmother's house in Dela was in Horsey. And um and she raised me with Patsy, which was my cousin who helped raise me. And then I went to preschool in Zikak. <laughs> if you're from Corsia, you're you know, from the north, you know where Zikak is. I went to preschool in Zikak. And then I went to St. John's School in Corsia, right by the church, um, by the Catholic church. And, and I went, yeah, so... When I went to um, St. John's School, I became six at some point, I guess, and we can see. <laughs> <laughs> some folks to send in some love. We, want, we don't want to, we don't want to forget that we have folks coming on. Megan is on, um, saying, no cacoti in London. Send me some, please. Um, she also, <laughs> don't forget me, at age six, I was there also. Oh, so, yeah, so... Joanne, she from Dela was in too. Not too many people from Dela was in, but she's one of them. And she was friends with my cousin, um, Portia and Patsy, who I guess they were cool and she used to walk me to school or something like that is what I can remember with with um Joanne is what I know her for. I don't know where the Megan come up, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Okay, now, so so you were raised in Portsmouth. Right. Right? Um, if, if you were to, if we were to probably come across your classmates right now mm. and ask your, ask your classmates, who was the chant man? What would they say? Okay. Well, we're talking about six, before six. Still? Uh -huh. We were past you, we are the next question. Yes. Okay, so and what is the age limit? On it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Any classmate. Any classmate? Okay. So, I think they will say, <clears throat> I was, <laughs> what would they say? I don't know. I know what I would say, but what they would say is, I guess, he was vocal with his whatever he was thinking. Um, and I think they'll say um I think a lot of the guys would say he was a lame. I think I think they will say that, to be honest with you. Why why would you say that they would say that? Um Tell me, did was there something that you experienced, you know, in, in class? Well <clears throat> to be honest with you, growing up in Parsi is something like if you don't have a, a parent or 
you know, a family that has some sort of material stuff, you know, you find you get pressured, or they call it press. They press you a lot. So I feel like I was pressed a lot um, just on the simple fact that I didn't have, like, the material things like Nikes and, you know, Reeboks and, you know, the fly shirts with the lack of symbol and stuff like that. Um, but I think other people would say he was smart and he was talented. But that, I think it's a mix of that. Yeah, just being honest. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was one of some of your favorite things to do growing up? Say that again? What were some of the favorite things, your favorite things to do growing up? Favorite things to do, honestly, I like um, performing. Um, before that, I used to like to play soccer, football. Actually, there's a little kid running around playing soccer. As soon as you ask me that question, in the back, right there. So, <laughs> um, that, um, swimming, I, I used to like swimming and shooting bird stuff. I used to go to, I like going in the jardin. Like, we had friends. Um, so, Pee Wee, um, my like Richmond, I'm talking about Wilfred, Puda, um, Callies, <laughs> you know, really call people. I used to enjoy the moments of like the neighborhood dudes like going out and shooting PPRs and everything. <laughs> I really enjoy that. Playing marble under the mango tree and storing mango, you know, coming out of school. <laughs> I enjoyed them too. Growing up. And um, yeah. People don't do that anymore, eh? Kids. I don't know if they do, but. I, I know I don't. <laughs> I used to enjoy that. And uh, obviously, um, the sports, everybody was kind of involved in sports back then. I used to like um, the fun days. You know, they had blue house, yellow house, green house, red house, and then I was blue house. I was yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to put leaks on yellow. Oh, yellow. No, yellow was assembly, but maybe it's yellow. Yellow was the best. Assembly was the best house in PSS. And if you went to PSS, well, and you like, like, oh, drop it and let us know. It was blue, was, <laughs> blue was earthy, and I think red was Kyrie. Right. Wait, red was Kyrie? I can't remember what red was, but I know it was Murphy. And, and Murphy was the powerhouse. <laughs> 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 Whatever. Yeah. It. I don't so, care what you said. Thing like um uh lime and spoon. I used to mm -hmm. like thing too. You know, just them little different things that really was part of me growing up, right? I didn't even really think about that. But now the question it's kind of like what I really went back to catch it. Yeah. Did you have did you have fun as a kid? Would you say you had um, a lot of fun? For the most part, my grandmother was kind of like a strickler. So she would be like, nobody can come at your house. So my father one time sent a Nintendo game control for me and everything. <laughs> my grandmother refused to allow my neighbors to come and play with me. Because she was like, yo, this and that, and you follow this one and that one and this and that. <laughs> so fun. 
I guess when I was at school, I used to try to have fun, but I used to get pressed so much. I used to want to go home. So when you when you say press, do you mean like were you bullied at school? Is that is that you? Mean? Well, yeah, I think I was bullied until I became a bully myself. Really? Tell us a little bit about that. Um, you know the regular suspects <laughs> when they when they watch that replay, they will know who they know who I talking about. <laughs> but uh, you know they will talk about they will talk about the dumbest stuff and just like destroy your whole focus while you're in the classroom. They will talk about your head shape. They will talk about your shoes. They will talk about do. They will talk about you not having this and what is the name of your shoes. They will. I mean, they will talk about your shirt. They will talk, anything. You know what I mean and. It was all in the attempt to just kind of break you down in a sense. But then after a while, I was like, yeah, break you can't even join them. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like became friends with them after a while because I was like, well, all I have to do is kind of like respond in a way. And then once I respond a couple of times, I realized it was like, trying to involve me when they was making joke on somebody else. So you were a clown. And then, you know, we start rolling together. I mean, them dudes know their setup. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess all kids go through that in a sense, but it, it kind of had a, um, it had a serious impact on how I saw myself and how I decided to be nowadays. Mm-hmm. What's, what sort of impact did it have on you? Um, it made me have the wrong sense of security in myself. It made me feel like unless I was <clears throat> able to do such and such. Okay, so, so for, for instance, growing up without my father or my mother, I was just with my grandmother. Um, it was you know, it was hard for you to have a conversation with somebody when you come home like about what happened during your day. Because your grandmother doing everything alone, you know, taking care of so many different things. Like, I don't know, I just, you don't have nobody to really talk to at home. So you go to school, you, you know, learn, 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 do your homework, you go home. Your boys, really, is the only thing you have. So um, the impact it had on me was just kind of made me just kind of resilient, just kind of make me rebellious. But it did make me strong and realize that, you know, <clears throat> I didn't need material things to, to, to make an impact in the world, you know? And that's when I think I found my talent. Tell us a little bit about your talent. Um, so, one of these individuals specifically, I'm going to call his name because you know what? <laughs> McIntyre Mills, better known as Beggar in Portsmouth, right? He was one of the key individuals that used to run the press train. But in the same token, we, um, in the classroom, whenever we distracted the class, we would use music. So we would try to beat on the desk and sing popular songs, and then it would bring a gathering around. So I think that also helped me realize that there was something within me that was of great value, 
And then I started to kind of zone in on it and become part of different groups and stuff. And learn to write and sing it out and people start messing with it. So, yeah. How did you get your name? Chanman. Chanman was Jackman first because my first name, Jackie. Um, Jackie! Yeah, because... (laughs) Because, uh, you know, it was elephant man, yellow man, mini man, and then it was skinny bantan. Was skinny bantan was, I'll, I'll get to skinny bantan later, but um, that's how I, I put the jack and the man and boom, jack man. But then jack man wasn't really no real meaning to it, except just a name break and add a man to it. So then once I started developing my style and my sound it was more like a chanting style so then so you get the chant man that's the real talk on that so why did you decide you decide to go into music because you could have um done anything with your life why why did you do um it's just a feeling inside i think it's a selfish is is something that I feel, and I feel like, you know, when when I go into an empty room with nothing, and I spend a little bit of time, and then I just sing into a mic, and then it makes something that somebody else can feel and vibe to. It's just kind of like it gives me more meaning. I, I feel like it gives me a more a better sense of accomplishing something than to just clock in on a job and just do what somebody else tell me to do. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm opposed to doing that because you know, I've done that and doing that still, but the sense of accomplishment that I feel when I make a piece of music or I just do a random painting or something like that, it's like second to none. So I feel if individuals out there can make a career out of it, why not? I was like, okay, I'll do that. And so far, so good. It's been a long time, but it's, it's coming. Were there anybody or did you have any mentors growing up who kind of sort of led you to music? Or was it just something that just was part of you? You didn't you found it and then you just rolled with it. And if you had any mentors, who were they? A mentor growing up that kind of put me to music and stuff? Nah, I would say me even... Considering that kind of happened kind of weirdly, because we're, we're talking about growing up in Parsi. Everybody know that your parents tell me one thing and one thing only. Go to school, get an education, come out, get a job. All right? Go to school, get a job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, so I was going to school and I wanted to, I had big dreams. I wanted to do things like being a doctor, blah, blah. But then academics just wasn't doing it for me. And then I remember in third form, you had to make a decision whether you want to do science or business. But I don't think you had the choice to make this decision. Arthur James tell me you was an arts student and you going to be doing arts from here on out. Okay, arts comprised of things like socio and POB and MT. I wanted to do science. You hear me? So Mr. Arthur James, 
I don't know if I should tell you thank you or not, but hey, that happened. And I think not having to, I, I felt like because I was doing things like social studies and POB and stuff, I didn't really want to study as much because I felt like I could just remember what they say in the classroom and pass my test. So I would take that time you now to dibble and dabble in other things. I tried sports real hard. You know, sports was cool, but I just didn't feel the vibe. And I think Miss um, Chandler Hyacinth, right? She was our principal at the time. Um, she kind of sat me down one day and, and told me that, you know, I have a good gift and stuff and that, you know, I should, you know, do whatever I can do with it. So I, I saw it as a green light to pursue that. But as far as a direct mentor, I didn't have nobody I would, that would be a mentor me at the time. Well, in sports, if I had a sports mentor, it would be Joe Bob. So shout out to Joe Bob. But other than that, um, let's see, what's that dude named Kanki? He's pretty good too with me on that whole, you know, getting your stamina up and with sports. <laughs> But other than that, I didn't really have no real mentor for the music. No, I I kind of love Skinny Bantam. That's where I can bring him in. Um, growing up in St. John's School, I was part of the choir. And being part of the choir, you know, sometimes we used to go to certain places and compete, whatever. Um, I used to be part of the soprano crew, but as soon as I grew, more and more, my voice changed. I didn't know what to do with it. So I saw what Skinny was doing with it. And then once I got onto Skinny, that's when I realized that there was Beanie and there was Ellie and there was Yellow. And then, you know what I mean? And that's how I kind of go into it. Yeah. Now, um, Chantman, would you say that um, growing up, that the it was all about academics. And do you think that is still the same case right now? Yes, and I think that's I think that's why we're not getting to participate on a higher level as far as the economy, economic benefits of things like sports and music and arts and stuff, because the focus is solely on, you know, going and getting a CXC and come back out and the best thing for you to do is either become a doctor or get a job with the government. And you know. So I I feel like that's 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 a big part of them. Small islands, you really need to look at the bigger scale of things because they can participate in a much on a really, really high level as far as talent is concerned. And we can rip the benefits from that if we teach that the opportunity exists a little bit more. I think they need to change that immediately because if there was a music class, I would have done it, and maybe I would have been like a Beethoven or Vega and you know, I'm trying to discredit what Beethoven done. But you know, if he wasn't in a place where I had the opportunity for him to excel in his field, his story probably wouldn't have been the same. So I think, and that's that's a part of my drive. I want to be instrumental in creating that avenue. For the next one. How important is it for you to succeed musically and why? 
is the only, well, because I passed up on so many other opportunities by solely focusing on music, I don't have any choice but to be successful in it. So whether I be on the front end of it, <laughs> that success in music, or on the back end of it as a producer or a marketing strategist or whatever, as far as my success in music is at this point inevitable. Do you do you write your own material? Yeah, I do. All of it. All of it. Okay. And and what sort of artists, current artists, would you say you look up to? Because I know you mentioned um Beanie Man and Elephant Man and that was growing up. Was growing up, yeah. Um now music has evolved so much. Um what sort of artists would you say you, you sort of not I don't want to say unique, but you sort of like kind of look to be like or similar. To be like, I mean, to be honest with you, I I really have no desire to be like nobody else. But as far as a level of genius that I would like to be on is a level of genius I'd like to be on is more like a Kanye West more like a pioneer in his own field. Like, I'm going to do some stuff that has never been done before. You know Kanye's mad, right? I'm not trying to use him um, for any other reason other than his musical genius and the fact that he pioneers so many different ways that culture is shaped and shifted. Other than that, his personal and all his decisions he chooses to make and all his statements that he blurts out randomly, please don't misunderstand my using him um, as an example of what I see myself like. So that's really that. Okay. We got a few people shouting you out. Um, Monel Alexis is saying, that's Jackie, say hi, friend. Hey, what's, what's up, Monel? Monel is my neighbor. And <laughs> I was in her. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Doma and my Doma was um, like angels in my grandmother's life, even in my life to a certain extent, when um, just being real and open for the world to know um, when, you know, shit was tough at home. Is people like her parents that would ensure that we have something to eat and, and stuff like that. So shout out um, that whole family, every single one of them, including their dog and the grafted mango tree that I used to pick mango from. Yeah. And also Jen Jen Fabs is saying hi, always original from day one. You know who that yeah, is, right? Jen. Janelle, yeah, Janelle is uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Fabian's daughter. You know, Mr. Fabian was the sports director in PSS. Um, that's his daughter right there. She she was part of a group who used to do like collaborative um musical um things together as well. She too is very talented and is a musician in her own right and very smart as well. So big up, Janelle. 